He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Now I just need, I just need somebody that knows he's worthy just to stand and give it, to give him praise, to give him thanks. Hallelujah. To give him thanks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I guess I'm supposed to do Thanks before I give the word. And David, I'm telling you the word is getting ready to change, so I apologize <laughs> before we get there. Uh, it's been 40-some years that I've been here. You may be seated. That I've been here in this church. I came in a wretch undone. But how many of you know it, it ain't the way you start? It ain't the way you start. It's how you finish. It's how you finish. And tell your neighbor, it ain't over yet. It sure ain't over yet. Hallelujah. So I, I, I want to give honor to people and to thank you. Thank you for allowing me to serve in so many ministries here. I apologize for the raspness of my voice. Uh, I pulled the muscle on yesterday, so I am in extreme pain. And nobody told me that the medication dries you out. So, hey, wet or dry, he's still God. Wet or dry, he's still God. But I want to thank you for allowing me to serve uh, for 45 years in ministry here and for the last eight years, as your, seven years as your senior pastor. I thank my pastor, Davis, for all that he's... That he poured in for seeing something in me that I didn't see in myself. And so I want to thank him. <clears throat> we'll still be here serving together. And so I want to thank you. I do want to thank all those who serve so well with me, all my leaders. I want to thank you for your encouragement and thank you for your support and being so faithful to this ministry. My expectation is that you will continue to do so under the new pastor, amen. And to the people, it has been a blessing to work alongside of you, to grow with you, and to be your number two shepherd. And finally, your shepherd. Uh, to my family, my children, my grandchildren, thank you for being a part of the journey. 
Where are my kids and grandkids? I know some of them. My grandson in the back, daughter, granddaughter, amen. My daughter-in-law and my grandchildren, thank you so very, very much for walking with me. And finally, to the heartbeat, to my heartbeat, to my heartbeat, yeah, who's always been there, yeah, yeah. 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 That woman walked, walked with me through every struggle, every struggle, every weary, every exciting time. She's been there and. I believe that there's just so much more that God has in store for us. Amen. And so we look forward to that. Amen. That's all I'm going to say about that. You heard the scripture word. And my message was for you was called and confident. You heard the scripture read in just for a moment, I'd like to just read. I want to read from Ephesians 1, if you could stand with me. And I'm reading, about, I'm reading from another translation from the uh, Living Translation, and beginning with verse 3. It says, All praise to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Watch this. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what he wanted to do, and it, and, it, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. That's the God that we share. He showered us, he showered his kindness on us along with his wisdom and understanding. God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. It has nothing to do with our plans, but his purpose for calling us is to fulfill his plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together 
under the authority of Christ. Everything in heaven and on earth, and that's his plan, amen? Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. Somebody ought to shout on that. For he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. Anybody going through some difficulties? Anybody going through some bad times? Well, the Bible right here, it says, he makes everything work out according to your plan. Whatever is going on in your life, God is using what you're going through to work out his plan for your life. Somebody ought to give praise. Everything you're going through at this time, God is using to work out his plan for your life. Hallelujah. God's purpose was that the Jews who were the first to trust in Christ would bring praise and glory to God. And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. Amen. Are you hearing me? Amen. The good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit whom he promised long ago. Tell somebody, I've got the Holy Spirit. I've got the, if I got the Holy Spirit, I've got a guide. I've got someone who's going to point me the way that I need to go. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. Purchase means he bought us. He looked at everything, the trees and everything that he had made, and then he did what? He purchased us with the blood of Jesus Christ. He did this, here we go, he did this so we would praise and glorify him. Somebody ought to give him praise. Paul says that ever since I first heard of your strong faith in Lord Jesus and your God and your love for God's people everywhere, I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly. Asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight. While I'm concerned about your food, clothing, and shelter, I'm more concerned about your spiritual your spiritual growth, your spiritual witness for the Lord. Even if you ain't got a car, you got the Holy Spirit. Amen. And God has called us 
as a community. A community is a group that's united for a purpose. And God has united us, ICOG, for the purpose. And the purpose is that God would bring every man to him. And every man would be saved and none would be lost. He didn't save us and call us and bring us here so that we could have cause. He didn't save you and bring you so that you could have big houses. He brought you that you might be filled with the Holy Spirit and that you would go and tell someone else about Jesus Christ, about the God that saved you, about the God that brought you through, about the God who loves every man. That's why God brought us here, so that they can see a God who changes lives. Can, can I tell you this? God loves you coming in and singing praises to him. But that's not your purpose in life. Your purpose in life is that after you put your hands down in here and after you finish rolling on the floor, that you would get up and walk out and live a life before the people that are sitting next to you on your job, that they might know that there is a savior, that there is a savior who wants to save your soul. He wants you that when you are delivered, hear me, ICOG, when you are delivered, and there are those in here who God has delivered from everything, from homosexuality, from addictions, from drugs, from everything. He has saved your marriages. He has saved your home. And God is not satisfied with you coming in, holding up your hands for two hours and singing a hymn and going out. God's desire is for you to go out and tell somebody that Jesus Christ loves them and Jesus Christ is the way to salvation. You can be gentle, you can be kind to the Buddhist, you can be kind to the Muslim, you can be kind to the agnostic, but there still is only one way. And you are, have to be committed to living your life that everybody knows that there is but one way back to God, and that's Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth, I am the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I pray, I pray every day that that would be your desire. I pray every day that Christ would be seen alive in you. I pray every day that you would stir up the gift that is within you. Tell your neighbor, you've got a gift. The Bible says that we all have a gift. Every man is given a gift. 
Amen. And Jesus ain't going to come down and stir it up. It ain't your mama's responsibility to stir it up. It ain't your daddy's responsibility. It is your responsibility to stir up the gift that is within you. If I don't leave you with anything else, I'm going to leave you with this. There is no way I can make it without him. There is no way that you can make it without him. How do you, you can sit down if you want to, I apologize. <laughs> How can we, how can we as believers who have the gift of the Holy Spirit, who God has blessed so abundantly and so mighty, how can we sit next to someone praising and worshiping, knowing that when, if they die now, they're going to hell? don't know Jesus. So, so hear me. God ain't called us to come to church to sing a few songs and go out. God called us together to give him praise, to stir up the gift of the Holy Spirit that's within us, and then to go out and to witness and to tell somebody about the Jesus that saved You don't have to raise your hand. But how many of us have mates? How many of us have mates that don't know the Lord? And we get so excited when they come in and they bring us a box of flowers or they do something good for us and they tell us how much they love us and we get all excited. But how can you be excited when you know that if they don't acknowledge and confess the Jesus that they serve, you won't see them again. I don't want to spend all my years with my wife, and in the end, we be separated. So I'm saying to you, if you know Jesus, if you know Jesus, fulfill the calling on your life. Fulfill the calling on your life. And the calling on your life is to share Jesus with someone. In my lifetime of 74 and three quarters years, in my lifetime, I have lived so recklessly, so out of the will of God, until God saved me and brought me through. And God delivered me from so much stuff. And let me tell you, it, I would not allow what God has delivered me from and see someone else suffering and struggling with what I struggled with and I know the answer and I know the answer 
and not tell them and not be open enough to say, I struggled in that area too. But I know a God who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you ask or imagine. That's the God that we serve. Hear it, I said, that's the God who is over the community of ICOJ. He's a God that delivers, that delivers, that delivers, that delivers. He's a God that heals. You can refute me on some of the scriptures, but you can't refute me on the fact that once I was blind, once I was blind, but now I see. Once I was blind, but now I see. Is there anybody here that once was blind, but now I see? We are united in Christ. The only thing that can separate us here is us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Nothing can do that. I am so honored to have served here. And, and, and I'm going to close with this. Your future is bright. Your future is still bright. Let me tell you this. There are not enough devils in hell to overcome you. Are you hearing me? There's not, there's not enough devils in hell to overcome you. Hallelujah. You will make it through. You will make it through. Your future is bright. Your future is bright. Hallelujah. Don't worry about, don't worry about where you are right now. Please don't worry about where you are right now. Because you understand, the devil isn't attacking you because of where you are right now. He's attacking you because he knows your future. Are you hearing me? And he doesn't want to see your future come to pass. You tell your neighbor, my future is bright. Go back to scripture. Go back to scripture. Pharaoh didn't attack Moses as a child because of who he was. He was just two years old. 
just like everybody else. Pharaoh attacked Moses because he knew that he was going to be a deliverer of his people. Are you telling me? Are you hearing me? He knew that he was going to. And, and, and listen, let me take it to, to the Bible, and I'm going to close. I promise. Is that my second close? <laughs> he didn't attack Jesus as a baby because who Jesus was. Jesus was just another little two-year-old. He hadn't turned water into wine. He hadn't touched a leper. He hadn't walked on water. He hadn't done any of this stuff. Satan attacked Jesus because if he knew that if Jesus, if he could keep Jesus from coming a man, there wouldn't be a crucifixion. And if there wasn't a crucifixion, there wouldn't be a resurrection. Are you hearing me? And if there wasn't a resurrection, there wouldn't be a Pentecost. And if there wasn't a Pentecost, we wouldn't be filled with the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me? He sees your future, baby. He sees your Why do you think all them little boys rushing at you? They see your future. Satan's desire is for your future to be changed. Because they know, amen, if you can keep yourself. If you can keep yourself at a young age, you take away one reason for fighting when you get married. Because your husband or your wife ain't wondering who was there before they got there. Your future is bright. Your future is bright. Still going to happen. When Jesus, last closing, I promise you. When Jesus, hallelujah, died and went and ascended into heaven, ascended into the grave, Satan had the keys to death in the hell. Jesus went in empty-handed. But when he came out, but when he came out, but when he came out, tell somebody, when he came out, he had the keys, he had the keys to heaven and to hell. And he said, what? All authority, all power is given unto me. And then he turned around and he gave it to us. He let the Holy Ghost come down on us, and then he gave us the power. We've got the keys to death and to hell. Hallelujah. Uh, Leon, give me one. Thank you, son. Pastor Cyrus, come here, please. Couldn't. Hallelujah. Couldn't get it wrapped like I wanted to get it wrapped, but I want to give you something present. Go in. Take it out. 
Dios. That's the master keys <laughs> to death and to hell. And so, my son, after you become pastor, and folks come speaking death to the vision that God has given you, you pull out your keys. You pull out your keys. You pull out your keys. And, and when they start, and when they start raising all kinds of hell, you pull out your keys to hell and tell them the greater one planted me here and I've got the keys. Hallelujah. All y'all got the keys, but he got the master keys. Are you hearing me? He's got the master key for ICOG. That's my uh, message for you. That's my message for you. Our God reigns. It won't change. God is still God. No matter who's standing here, God is still God. Hallelujah. So, from Pastor Pumper. Whip you out. God bless you. God bless you. I'm not using it. Test, test. Hey, I'm not using that mic. That mic's been dropped. <laughs> I know better than that. Hallelujah. In the spirit of excitement about what God is doing, I just want to take the time to give the invitation. Everybody praying with excitement about what Jesus is doing in this moment. There may be somebody here today that does not know the Lord Jesus. You've come today and you've heard about this Jesus. You heard about he makes all things well. You heard about the sacrifice that he made for you. And you say, I want to give my life to the Lord Jesus. But everybody's praying. Is there somebody here that wants to give their life to Jesus for the very first time? You've never said, Father, I'm a sinner. I've, I've not been living according to your will. But I realize today, as your spirit is drawing me, that I need to give my life to you in surrenderance to you. Is there somebody here today? that wants to be saved, somebody here that wants to surrender their life to the Lord Jesus? Is there, is there one? Is there somebody that wants to come and say, Jesus, here I am. 
Father, here I am. Amen. Amen. Heaven is rejoicing. We should do the same. Hallelujah.